Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining and Merry Christmas. I am in the podcast studio with today's diva writer, Nicoletta Bradley. Hey, y'all. Nicoletta, so glad you're here. Tell us a little bit about you, as we typically do on this podcast. How did you come to know the Lord and where are you at today? Heck yeah. So I'm originally from Santa Barbara, California. California girl. A big California girl. <laughs> and I came to Texas for TCU. So a little bit about my Go story. Frogs. Go Frogs. Come on. I don't know if you've seen I, I went to them. Oh, mm, that's their first problem. Should I leave? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's okay. fine. United it's fine. in the blood of Christ. Yeah, or, exactly. You know. uh, but Go Frogs. Um, so, <laughs> yes, came to TCU uh, for college, but uh, my background is a really bad eating disorder growing up, and then obviously came to college, but then... Uh, was part of Watermark Fort Worth for six years, where I ended up having a broken engagement, Mm. which then allowed me to fall into the Institute at Dallas. And so I finished the fellowship in May of 2022. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Go, guys, 10 out of 10 recommend. If you are debating if you want to do it, here is your plug. Here is a sign from the Lord to (laughs) sign up. But Loved it, and it absolutely changed my life, which has allowed me to stay in Dallas since graduating. And my biggest passion is women and body image and fitness. And so by God's kindness, um, I do a podcast on the side called Caller Holy, but then I'm about to launch a ministry around fitness and body image and identity and self-worth, and I am so excited. So pumped. And tell me, did you become a believer at TCU or before? So I grew up in a Christian home, Okay, but I would say my faith really became real when I actually graduated college, when I joined Watermark Fort Worth, because I never had community. So I was hey. kind of wanting the Lord. I did Young Life, all the things, Canacuck, but didn't have any friends that wanted to know the Lord either. And then I got plugged into community and my life has looked completely different since then. I love it. I love it. Well, before we jump in to Revelation 18, yeah, it is Christmas time. It is. And so this is going to feel like the most random random question. (laughs) Bring it on. (laughs) But I want to know, Nicoletta, as a kid, what was that one Christmas gift you wanted more than anything else? Okay, so I wanted an icy making machine. (laughs) An icy icy machine. An icy machine. So literally, I remember going to the toy store and saying, that is my dream. You can make a red or a blue snow cone icy. And it was Christmas morning and I scavenged everything. And then I saw this one box behind the tree. And you knew. And I knew it was the icy machine. And you best believe I used that thing one time and then it broke. And I never (laughs) never touched it again. (laughs) I feel like I had a cotton candy machine. Same thing. It was like you use it one time and then it and then it never worked. Sat in the garage and never. You know what's really yeah. good one is the Easy Bake Oven. Did oh, you ever have a that? Classic. That I slapped. Did. That the Easy Bake Oven, it lasted. It endured. And then that you would lasts. just you would just run out of the food. One hundred percent. Granted, it made it. a cupcake the size of your like toenail, but it was like <laughs> so small. I love it. Well, on that note, on that holiday spirit, Christmas spirit note, Revelation eighteen. Uh, the fall of Babylon doesn't yeah. feel like a Christmas passage. Totally. Why are we reading it in December? We're going to get there. Yeah. But set us, I mean, what are we looking at? Set us up, set it up for us. For sure. So a little bit about Revelation 17, 18 and 19 to set the stage is that if you read Revelation 17, it talks about how Babylon is destroyed, but not the actual physical city, but more of the religious system. 
Mm-hmm. And then it transitions into Revelation 18, where we see the actual fall of Babylon as a city. And when and then it goes into Revelation 19, which is the coming or the second coming of Christ. Okay. And so that's a little bit of a setup so you know where we're talking about. But Revelation 18 specifically is the end of the tribulation. So um, Babylon is the center of demonic, political, commercial, and economic systems. Hmm. And so I want you to kind of think of it is the richest city in the world. It, they had it, a lot of icy machines. They, had, they didn't have a machine. They had like a, a fountain. A fountain. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was just, it was outrageously wealthy, powerful. And it was um, pretty much, I kind of think of Babylon is what we're kind of experiencing today. Everyone was doing what was right in their own eyes and it was just booming. And so what was crazy about it falling was that no one thought it could based on how rich and successful it was. And so I like to compare it to Genesis 19 to Sodom and Gomorrah. Hmm. And so in the sense of God gave in Revelation 18, he literally says, come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins. So it's cool because God is saying to evacuate, saying flee the sins of Babylon because um, God's judgment is about to be so big because Hmm. of your sin. But obviously they don't listen because they were they are relying on their wealth and their strength and they're going, mm, I don't want to choose that. But then it goes into how quickly Babylon falls. And it literally says in verse 10, in one hour, your doom has come. And so it's so mm. convicting because we often think that all these things will provide security. And just like Babylon, it was taken away in a minute, in a split second, Instant. it was gone. Yeah. And It says in verse 14, it says, the fruit you longed for is gone from you. All your riches and splendor have vanished, never to be recovered. They will weep and mourn and cry out, whoa, whoa, oh, great city. You know, this is kind of a funny, I asked you the icy question. I didn't plan on making this comparison. But if you think about your childhood and toys you wanted or uh, parents who are listening, toys you've gotten your children that have broken soon after. So true. Or that they're exciting and they're new and the kid opens it and they love it. But then they play with the cardboard box and the toy loses its shininess so quickly. Yeah. That's really the idea here is that this city that seems to offer so much life and satisfaction and fulfillment doesn't. It's like a vapor here for a second. Totally. And That's such a good it's point. Gone. It leaves you empty. And I love it because it's kind of that idea of where are you building your foundation? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? If this is, if a city that is so powerful and wealthy can fall in seconds, the same things that you're building your foundation can be taken away in minutes. And I took up some notes and it was just this reminder of your money, your status, your looks, house, anything you find value or worth in can be taken away in a second. If you build your life on anything other than Christ, you are being built on sinking sand. The only thing no one can take away is your eternal standing. Mm. And I just am so convicted around this idea that are we being more consumed by what the world has to offer or honestly, the second coming of Christ or who the Lord wants us to be. Hmm. Are we being more consumed by what the world with what the world has to offer or with who Christ wants us to be. Especially in the Christmas season, man. Yeah. Because my question for you is, are you more consumed about the picture on your Christmas card or more consumed about how well your kids know the Christmas story? Because Mm -hmm. those are two very different things. What am I consumed by? Yeah, my wish list 
the uh, relatives and yeah. in-laws yeah. is the real thing. Am I concerned with avoiding conflict? Am I concerned with like grinning and bearing some awkward dinners? Or am I concerned with representing Christ well in every moment? Yeah. In Mark eight thirty six, it says, what good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? And even Psalm 73, 26, my flesh and heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And I think the question is, does your heart break more for over the loss of worldly security, success, approval, or does it break more over your sin against your heavenly father, especially in this Christmas season? So good. Nicoletta, great job. Revelation 18. A beast. A beast. <laughs> Literally such a struggle. And just get ready for uh, Revelation 19. It yeah. is straight fire. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be good. That's a second Christmas story coming up. Nicoletta, thank you for being here and sharing. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.